that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Well, good morning, actually good afternoon, and happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there. You know what? It's so important to just just be who you are, whether you are have been given the blessing of being a mother or, it, you know, we're all mothers at heart. All of us women basically are mothers at heart, and God's given us other other beautiful people in our lives to mentor and love on and mother, if you will. So we just celebrate you all, the mothers that, uh, all of us with that mother's heart, whether you've had children or not, you are a, a mother at heart. And it's just a great day to celebrate that. Would you not agree? As we start today, this afternoon, I just, you know, I so appreciate the fact that we can be together. I hope you have your cup of tea and you're ready to just enjoy. I'm going to share some really cool things with you today, and I just love the time that we have together. So, I want to share, as I always do, the Jesus calling for today. And this is what it says. It says, and again, this is Jesus talking to us. I am a mighty God. Nothing is too difficult for me. I have chosen to use weak ones like you to accomplish my purposes. Your weakness is designed to open you up to my power. Therefore, do not fear your limitations or measure the days de- uh, the days if, if demands against your strength. Forgive me. <laughs> what I require of you is to stay connected to me, living in trusting dependence on my limitless resources. When you face unexpected demands, there is no need to panic. Remember that I am with you. Talk with me and listen while I talk you through each challenging situation. I am not a careless God. When I allow difficulties to come into your life, I equip you fully to handle them. Relax in my presence, trusting in my strength. Wow, that is so encouraging to my heart. I hope it is to yours as well. And it is taken from scriptures, Luke 137, which says, for nothing is impossible with God. Isn't that a good, good comfort statement? The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. That's from Deuteronomy 31.8. And 2 Corinthians 12.9 says, but he said to me, Quote, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness, unquote. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. That, to me, this, this Jesus calling always just picks me up, sets me back up on my feet, and helps me so much to really just experience his presence to to remind me that it is his strength, his power that gets me through my day. You know, it, I was having a, a class yesterday, and it was so so great to have to have this interaction with uh, with the people in the class. And the thing is, is that God really appreciates us being in the moment. 
in the moment. That's where we experience His presence. And He would rather be with us and have us be aware of Him than any present, P-R-E-S-E-N-T, if you will, that we could possibly have. His presence it just absolutely engulfs you with peace, with joy, with love, all the things that he represents. And while we have, you know, he's given us a brain, we do our, we do our thing, right? We, we are equipped because he's given us an incredible spirit that feeds our mind, that feeds our brain, that feeds our body, and they all interact. Because he's given us this incredible power, we can go on our own, away from him, or we can rely on the additional incredible strength and beautiful spiritual guidance that he gives us when we come to know Jesus Christ. It is an amazing, an amazing adventure. And we all, again, he's given us that brain that we, we do our, again, we do our homework, but we let him, I, I, it's like I tell my students, you know, when you're going to go out on stage, this is the deal. You've done your homework, you've prepared, you've prayed your way through it, you've, you've done your research, you've done your incredible positioning of your information, and then what's so important is that you pray and you know that you're not going out there alone. He has your back, he's with you, and you simply walk out there with him, he's on the line, not you, and you can deliver beautifully the gift of you and your message to your audience. Giving a gift away feels so good, and that's exactly what God's allowed us and enabled us to do. Give the gift of you in all of your endeavors, and be, be that person that he's called you to be in all situations. Your love of the Lord absolutely shines brightly in all situations. I liken it to the beautiful diamond, because the diamond is comes out of the ground highly pressurized, right? And But it's, it's just this lump of coal, right? Highly pressurized, hard lump of coal. But it's in the, the pressure, yes, but it's in the cutting of that diamond, that lump of coal. The cutting and the polishing, bumping up against people that drive you nuts. And the cutting of, of life circumstances that truly turns you into that beautiful gem. And guess what? You only are brilliant in the light, his light, because his light then shines forth and radiates to all people. He said to us all, be the light of Christ. And guess what? He allows us to do that in all that we are and all that we experience in life. It is such an incredible, wonderful um, endeavor. And that brings me, really, to what I wanted to, to share this incredible afternoon on Mother's Day. I want to share with you the history of Mother's Day. I don't know if uh, a lot of you know the background, but I found it fascinating as I was reading it. It says, the origin of Mother's Day goes back to the era of ancient Greek and Romans. But the roots of Mother's Day history can also be traced in the UK, where a Mothering Sunday was celebrated much before the festival saw the light of day in the US. However, the celebration of the festival, as it is seen today, is more of a recent phenomenon and not even 100 years old. 
I, I found that fascinating that it goes way, 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 way back. Thanks to the hard work of the pioneering women of their times, Julia Ward Howe and Anna Jarvis, uh, pardon me, and Anna Jarvis did, they, they brought this whole wonderful thing into existence. Today, the Festival of Mother's Day is celebrated across 46 countries. Though on different dates, usually. In the U.S., it's on the second Sunday of uh, May. But it is a hugely popular affair. It's a hugely popular affair. In fact, what's interesting to me as I was reading all of this is that restaurants, the commercialization of Mother's Day probably tops all, <laughs> all other holidays. And certainly in the restaurant business, it does. It's the, it's the highest um, what volume of business and any other day of the year is Mother's Day. So if you've got a mom, take her take her out today. <laughs> It'll bless her heart. Or take her to to a, a child's home and, and as I'm going to be as well later today. But at any rate, today the Festival of Mother's Day, as I said, is celebrated uh, and millions of people across the globe take the day as an opportunity to honor their mothers. Thank them for their efforts in giving them life, raising them, and being their constant support and well-wisher. The earliest history of Mother's Day, um, again, that goes back, as I had said, to the ancient festival of the Greeks. Dedica and they, how this all started was they dedicated the, this, this festival, if you will, to the maternal goddesses of their culture. The Greeks used the occasion to honor Rhea, wife of Cronus, and the mother of many deities of Greek mythology. Then the ancient Romans came along, and they celebrated a, a spring festival called Hilaria, which is, I find that interesting. Our word hilarious comes from that, I'm presuming. <laughs> called Hilaria, dedicated to Sybil, a mother goddess. Again, these cultures were very into goddesses and uh, deities. The celebration made on the Ides of March, which is very interesting also because of history, by making offerings to the Temple of Sybil lasted for three days and included parades, games, and masquerades. The celebrations were notorious enough that followers of Sybil were banished from Rome. <laughs> I find that very, very fun and very interesting. Early Christians celebrated a Mother's Day of sorts during the festival of the fourth Sunday of Lent in honor of the Virgin Mary, the Mother of Christ. In England, the holiday was expanded to include all mothers, and it was then called Mothering Sunday. Mothering Sunday. Uh, and I know that as I was reading these histories, it was fascinating to me that, again, it all started as a more of a religious celebration to honor Christ, to honor uh, his mother Mary, when it, when it came to Mothering Day, Mothering Sunday out of the UK. So it went from uh, foreign deities to Christ and the mother of Christ, and then extended to all mothers, which I think was very appropriate. <laughs> Being a mother myself, I thought that, I think that's cool. So at any rate, the more recent history of Mother's Day dates back to the 1600s in England. Here, a Mothering Sunday was celebrated annually, as we just said, on the fourth Sunday of Lent to honor mothers. After a prayer service in church to honor the Virgin Mary, children brought gifts and flowers to pay tribute to their own mothers. On the occasion, servants 
uh, servants, apprentices, and other employees staying away from their homes were encouraged by the employers to visit their mothers and honor them. Traditionally, children brought them gifts and special fruitcake or fruit-filled pastry called a simno. Yugoslavs and people in other nations have observed similar days. I, you know, I, I love Downton Abbey. I hope you have. I have some Downton Abbey fans out there. I love Downton Abbey. And when I was reading this, it re- brought my mind right back to the, all the servants that lived in the homes, in these big homes, that lived in these homes. And, but yet on Mother's Day, they were encouraged to go home many miles for some of them and really spend that celebrating their mothers and being with their mothers. The custom of celebrating Mothering Sunday died out uh, in the 19th century, but because of World War II, other women like Julia Ward Howe and, uh, I've forgotten her name, Julia Ward Howe, anyway, and Anna, Anna Jarvis, brought it to the U.S. and through a whole series of events, if you will, wanting to stop war and, and, you know, they just, they were on a mission to bring peace to the world. It it evolved into the Mother's Day that we know now. And uh, I just, I love that history. And you know what? We're going to take a little break here and I'm going to come back with some other really fun and lovely things to share with you. So we'll be right back. God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Attention, building owners, property managers, and facility crew. Looking for a commercial door service company for your building? At All Purpose Door Repair, we service, repair, and install new manual and automatic pedestrian doors. Storefront doors like aluminum, hollow metal, and wood as well. We travel the Puget Sound area and are a local family business of 29 years. Visit our website at allpurposedoorrepair.com. Again, allpurposedoorrepair.com. FLCC or Family Life Community Church is a great church where they love God, love people, and love life. FLCC is a family church where friends are family and family is first. Join them this Sunday at 9 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. And remember, there's children's ministry from 0 to 6th grade. They're located at 1925 South 341st Place in Federal Way, Washington. Come and join them and have a great morning. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to register for Born to be Awesome group coaching program for speakers. The class is from May 13th through June 10th. Go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and to register for this transformational program. Now is your chance to travel abroad as a missionary. Merritt and Megan Hunt and L3 International would like to talk with you about joining or supporting their missionary trip to the distant villages of Zambia, Africa to serve the orphan children and rebuild orphanages. While there, you'll join in the open-air crusades in Tanzania with over 10,000 in attendance. Be part of this important missionary trip May 23rd through June 6th. Learn more by calling 206 49 
that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of Well, here we are back with you again this wonderful Mother's Day afternoon. What a lovely, lovely time and special uh, event, if you will, to honor our mothers. Mother's Day is such a precious time, and it makes me think of my own mother, who passed away a couple of years ago, and, you know, the beautiful, everything I am today is because of the beautiful mother that my Lord gave me, uh, and my father, certainly. But my mom played such an incredible role in my life, an incredible role in my life, and such a beautiful role model for me. I, and my prayer is that all mothers would really take seriously being a fabulous role model for their daughters and sons. It's so important to really exemplify who you are in all the love and what, grace and forgiveness and so forth, that it is so important. And everybody needs significance. Everybody needs to know they are loved, that they are 100% unconditionally loved. And God gave mothers <laughs> to help us be able to do that, to, to exemplify that. Ah, Anna Jarvis, I wanted to finish this up for you. Anna Jarvis is recognized as the founder of Mother's Day in the U.S., Though Anna Jarvis never married and she never had children, she is also known of the mother of Mother's Day. Uh, and this all comes about as she was celebrating really her own mother, Mrs. Anna Marie Reeves Jarvis, uh, in, in her childhood. An activist and social worker, Mrs. Jarvis used to express her desire that someday someone must honor all mothers living and dead and pay tribute to the contributions made by them. So as a loving daughter, she absolutely stepped into that role and honored her own mother by helping to really establish this thing called Mother's Day. And the symbol of Mother's Day are white carnations, and it was done in the church to um, in, in Grafton, West Virginia, to honor mothers, if you will, because carnations, the white ones in particular, were her mom's, Anna's mom's, favorite flower. So that has come to be a, a favorite symbol, if you will, of, on Mother's Day, are beautiful white carnations. And I think that is so lovely. And later on, in early 1900s, what happened was then that President Woodrow Wilson actually declared and declared Mother's Day the second Sunday in May as a, a national holiday, and I just think it's pretty cool, pretty cool indeed. What I want to do right now is I want to play for you a cut from one of the albums, last albums that I uh, made a few years back, because it just, it's from my, my mother's heart to my mother's heart, and I hope this blesses you. So stay tuned. Here is mother to mother. You made my whole being. You formed me in my mother's body, and you saw my bones being formed as I took shape in my mother's womb. When I was put together there, you saw my body as it was formed. I praise you because you made me in an amazing and wonderful way. 
before you had a name or opened up your eyes or anyone could recognize your face you were being born so delicate inside secluded in God's sake and in grace with your little tiny Isn't that a beautiful song? Um, <laughs> I had the wrong track up. So that was not Mother to Mother. That was 
you are a masterpiece, which, you know, I think there are no accidents in this life because I had the wrong track up. I think that, again, you were to hear that wonderful message in that song because truly we are all masterpieces and mother's heart when you look down at your precious baby child you know you know that they are a masterpiece and so um, I will find the other track correctly for you and play it a little after the next break but oh my goodness I again I dearly love this is from my um, again one of my albums and I I love this album because it has, it's just loaded with beautiful things that are all about being a mother and the friendships in life and, and relationships. It's just, it's a lovely, lovely album. And so I wanted to share that with you and I will share Mother to Mother. And there is another one I do want you to hear. And I think we just have time before the next break to hear this one. So I'm going to play this next one for you. And hopefully this will really bless your heart. As I held my baby in my arms, I kissed her tears away. I could almost hear your gentle voice whispering my name as I looked into your loving eyes. You smiled so tenderly, then you held me closely in your arms when I couldn't sleep at night. And we'd say a prayer to Jesus. And we sing your lullabies. Now that I'm a mother, I've come to realize, oh, how you love me. Mother to my mother, I'm sending you this letter to let you know. Jesus heard your prayer. Mother to my mother, I've just got to let you know that I love you. Mother to Thank you. 
mother to mother. So I did get the right track up finally for you. I hope that you enjoyed that. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Attention building owners, property managers, and facility crew. Looking for a commercial door service company for your building? At All Purpose Door Repair, we service, repair, and install new manual and automatic pedestrian doors. Storefront doors like aluminum, hollow metal, and wood as well. We travel the Puget Sound area and are a local family business of 29 years. Visit our website at allpurposedoorrepair.com. Again, allpurposedoorrepair.com. FLCC or Family Life Community Church is a great church where they love God, love people, and love life. FLCC is a family church where friends are family and family is first. Join them this Sunday at 9 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. And remember, there's children's ministry from 0 to 6th grade. They're located at 1925 South 341st Place in Federal Way, Washington. Come and join them and have a great morning. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to register for Born to be Awesome group coaching program for speakers. The class is from May 13th through June 10th. Go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and to register for this transformational program. Now is your chance to travel abroad as a missionary. Merritt and Megan Hunt and L3 International would like to talk with you about joining or supporting their missionary trip to the distant villages of Zambia, Africa, to serve the orphan children and rebuild orphanages. While there, you'll join in the open-air crusades in Tanzania with over 10,000 in attendance. Be part of this important missionary trip May 23rd through June 6th. Learn more by calling 206 490 Nine six seven three one one. 
that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Okay, here we are back again, and I'm going to set this and start. Here we go. We're back again, and I hope you enjoyed that cut just before the break called Mother to Mother. You know, um, as my mother was progressing in Alzheimer's disease, and I was losing her inch by inch, I would play this album for her, and uh, my prayer always was that it would truly bless her heart that she would feel my love, that she would understand how precious and how incredibly important she was to me uh, and continues to be, even in, even though she's in heaven with the Lord and my dad. Uh, it's interesting how they were married 60, or pardon me, 73 years, and I'm in my 53rd year of marriage. And so, you know, it's, it's so important that we, that we honor love, that we honor relationship, that we stay committed to each other, to our values and our and everything that we've committed to. But the vows that we take, and certainly when you are a mother, you never, ever stop loving your child. I don't care how old they are. I don't care what they've done. You never stop loving that child. I have some uh, interesting thoughts from a book called For Mom, a book of quotations with love. And one I want to read to you uh, right now is called The Radiant Unconditional Love of a Mother's Gaze, The Warmth and Comfort of Her Arms, Encompassing and Permeating Our Childhoods. She is the center of our tiny universe, our compass, always at our side, kissing the hurts, urging us over and around the hurdles. She cheers us on, always on our team. A Mother's Love and Dreams guide us like an invisible star, and we shape our own lives and families as variations on patterns handed down over the generations, sometimes pleased, sometimes shocked. We become our parents as we become ourselves. We change, and the world changes around us. Still, as children, young adults, and parents, mother is the map we use to chart ourselves. And as we grow, we find the gifts of patience, strength, common sense, and wisdom left in our minds and hearts, a loving time capsule planted when we weren't looking. I just love uh, what that says. And I've got so many other little precious quotes here. Um, Sophia Loren says, when you are a mother, you are really never alone in your thoughts. You are connected to your child and to all those who touch your lives. A mother always has to think twice, once for herself and once for her child. That was Sophia Lauren. I thought that was, that was a good one. Um, Madeline Laengel said, I looked at this tiny, perfect creature, and it was as though a light switch had been turned on. A great rush of love, mother love flooded out of me. For those of you who have had the blessing of bearing children, it's so interesting. I remember so clearly and vividly my firstborn uh, daughter. Oh my goodness. You know, you, you carry this child and you're excited and you're, you're just, you're anticipating wonderful, wonderful things, right? You, then you go through childbirth. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's a big wow. Uh, 
that's a tough one. But you know what? It's it's the only thing that that gets the job done, right? And we have to thank God for those moments because you're so happy when that pain is over. And the miracle of holding this beautiful, precious, little red wrinkly child, you know, it's, but the love that floods out of your heart for this child is enormous. And it always kind of blows my mind at how big and how enormous that love really is. Wow. It's, it's just huge. Is not a young mother one of those sweetest sights life shows us? I love that. That's from William um, Makepeace Thackeray. And Elizabeth Barrett Browning said, Women know the way to rear up children. They know a simple, merry, tender knack of, of tying sashes, fitting baby shoes, and stringing pretty words that make no sense. <laughs> oh, I love, I, there, this book is just loaded with some really good stuff. Who, is, who wrote this? Let's see. It's, uh, you know what? It doesn't have a, an author per se. It's a collection and it's called For Mom, A Book of Quotations with Love. I had found this for my own mother and it's just been such fun to revisit this. Okay. Um, let's see. Eric, Eric Frome said, the child in the decisive first years of his life has the experience of his mother. As an all-enveloping, protective, nourishing power, mother is food, she is love, she is warmth, she is earth. To be loved by her means to be alive, to be rooted, to be at home. Isn't that lovely? Raquel Welch said, I was not a classic mother, but my kids were never palmed off to boarding school, so I didn't bake cookies. You can buy cookies, but you can't buy love. Ooh, I like that. That's so good. <laughs> Uh, Jesse Jackson says, your children need your presence more than they need your presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S. In other words, they need you, the essence, the beauty of your presence with them more than the gifts you can give them. I love that. Good, good work, Jesse Jackson. And this is G.W. Russell says, the goodness of a home is not dependent on wealth or spaciousness or beauty or luxury. Everything depends on the mother. You know the old saying that says, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy? That's really a true statement, is it not? I just, I love these. These are fun. Um, let's see. Every person needs recognition. It is expressed, um, let's see, dum -dum -dum -dum, cogently by the child who says, mother, let's play darts. I'll throw the darts and you say, wonderful. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, motherhood is not for the faint-hearted. Used frogs, skinned knees, and the insults of teenage girls are not meant for the wimpy. That's Danielle Steele. Oh, I'm going to read that one again. Motherhood is not for the faint-hearted. Used frogs, skinned knees, and the insults of teenage girls are not meant for the wimpy. So true. And that goes for teenage boys, too. Sometimes they can get pretty snarky. But you know what? A mother's love never stops. Never, ever, ever stops. Even in the snarkiness. Oh, my goodness. I raised four children. And as a result, <clears throat> you know, you, you go along and you're naive as heck when you first start having children. And you think, okay, my husband and I, we are the, we are the, the, <laughs> the prime cookie cutters, right? And all these little ones are going to come out pretty, pretty cool and pretty same. Boy, was I wrong. 
God has a wonderful sense of humor. He develops <laughs> he develops beautiful, unique personalities in every single one of your children. I don't care how many you have. They're all going to be beautifully unique and and incredible. They are absolutely incredible. But what a challenge it presents for you. And again, remember when we were talking about the beautiful stone and all the cuts and the polishing and yada, yada, yada. That is, children actually grow you up. They grow you up in a way like nothing else. In fact, I love the, I love what, um, oh gosh, what was her name? It, one of the mentors, Jean Lush, that was her name. Thank you, Lord. Jean Lush had a wonderful she was a psychologist, a Christian psychologist, meaning that she loved the Lord and she believed in his word, but she was a fabulous psychologist. And James Dobson used to have her on quite often, but I love this woman. And she mentored me, even though I never met her. I met her daughter, but I never met her before she passed. But you know, what was so cool about her was that she said, okay, girls, this is the deal. God has given you the ability to have children, and if you've been so blessed to have them, guess what? Those early years of your life, up until menopause, you are in the business of rearing and learning and growing children, right? However, you're growing yourself at the same time. You are becoming everything you were meant to be because of this process called motherhood. And in that process, you learn so much about yourself, about life, about the world, about people, about, oh my goodness, right? You learn so much. So that when the, when the culture is telling you that it's all over, boy, after 40, you are downhill. No way. I am so, I'm way too young to be this old, and I, I will go home with my boots on. <laughs> I will not ever stop being who I am and sharing the gift that God has placed in me to give to you, I will never stop sharing that, uh, whether I'm teaching, whether I'm coaching, whether I'm on stage speaking, I, it, you know, it doesn't matter. I will not stop until God takes me home. But the deal is, is that all those years that you've been being developed by God through the process of marriage and children and whether they're birthed by you or not, you have been influencing children and learning and growing. So after menopause hits, it's God's way of saying, okay, you're done with that part, right? And you're never done as a mother, but you, as far as rearing, you know, having children and rearing them, you're, you're kind of done. You're, you're, now you become the friend, guide, guide, mentor person for those kids, but also for other people. So now you have the whole rest of your life. Which for many of us, it will go on, you know, into your 80s and, and like my friend of mine just turned 100, 101 and she's going on 60. I mean, she is amazing. Alma Gray. Oh, she is just an amazing woman. But nonetheless, you have all those years to really finish developing you and giving your gift and being totally fulfilled in the purpose God meant for you, uniquely for you, the rest of your life. So, you know what? Life does begin. After 40. In fact, in scripture, it, you know, all, you've got all these incredible references of 40 years didn't end. It began something new and wonderful. So it, it, it God has given us wonderful examples uh, all through scripture of encouragement and again, lifting us to know that we've got so much in us to give away. The whole purpose for having beauty, for having intelligence, for having the gift of life in your life is to bless other people. If you're an older woman, continue blessing and mentoring other younger women. God tells us that's our job. 
in Titus. And you know what? I take it seriously. And I encourage you to do the same because it gives you back so much, so much. We're going to take another quick break right here, and then we'll be right back. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Attention building owners, property managers, and facility crew. Looking for a commercial door service company for your building? At All Purpose Door Repair, we service, repair, and install new manual and automatic pedestrian doors. Storefront doors like aluminum, hollow metal, and wood as well. We travel the Puget Sound area and are a local family business of 29 years. Visit our website at allpurposedoorrepair.com. Again, allpurposedoorrepair.com. FLCC or Family Life Community Church is a great church where they love God, love people, and love life. FLCC is a family church where friends are family and family is first. Join them this Sunday at 9 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. And remember, there's children's ministry from 0 to 6th grade. They're located at 1925 South 341st Place in Federal Way, Washington. Come and join them and have a great morning. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to register for Born to be Awesome group coaching program for speakers. The class is from May 13th through June 10th. Go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and to register for this transformational program. Now is your chance to travel abroad as a missionary. Merritt and Megan Hunt and L3 International would like to talk with you about joining or supporting their missionary trip to the distant villages of Zambia, Africa, to serve the orphan children and rebuild orphanages. While there, you'll join in the open-air crusades in Tanzania with over 10,000 in attendance. Be part of this important missionary trip May 23rd through June 6th. Learn more by calling 206 490 that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Okay, we are back, and I am so thrilled to be sharing with you today on Mother's Day. Here we are on KLAY1180.com, 11.80 a.m. on your radio dial. And what a blessing and a privilege to be able to be with you today on Mother's Day. What an incredible day. I want to play for you another cut from my album because this touches my heart. Um, I had played Masterpiece in the segment before. And Masterpiece is all about you knowing what a masterpiece you are. And this one is really the story. It tells the story of a mother who was who had been abused as a child, but she was so concerned that her three-year-old, actually three-and-a-half-year-old, that she would that she would not do the, the icky things to her child. In other words, that she would be a good mother. So I want to play this for you, and hopefully it will bless your heart. This is called Half Past Three. Only half past three. 
Stormy Omardian, as she shared her story of her childhood and upbringing, but then when she married and had this precious son, she really was concerned about being a good mother to this child, and she wrote this that song that you just heard, and it has always blessed me, so my hope is that it blessed your heart as well. Oh, boy, being a mom, what all that means, I tell you, you know, um, I was married early. I was married at basically 18 years old, and I continued my education and started my family. And uh, I've always been a person that wants her cake and eat it too. (laughs) So um, I've always worn many hats. And I love, love being a wife 
And I love, love, love being a mother. And that's always been of prime importance to me. I was raised to value children. And that's something that I find in society we don't always, I'm I'm seeing a, a change, that children are not valued in the same way that they were as I was growing up. It, it was instilled in me that one of the greatest, greatest things you could ever do as a woman was to marry and have a family and raise those children to be really good prime citizens of, of this world and give back to the world. Um, and then, of course, when I came to know the Lord, it really revolutionized my thinking in a whole new way, and I realized, wow. It's like, you know, the more you know, the more you don't, the more you realize you don't know. But after I truly uh, developed this relationship with Christ, because, again, it's not about religion. It's about relationship. And your relationship, mine with the Lord, totally revolutionized my thinking. And it made me want to be even a better mother and to do like Stormy had shared on the um, in her song, that you know, Lord, help me to raise them the way you want them raised, not the way I might, you know, on my own power um, want to do. I always wanted to, to give the best to my children. And you know what? We all screw up. We, uh, we're all schmucks. I, I like to say that because it's true. And our credibility, oh, my goodness, uh, your credibility with your children goes back to your love and your being real and being honest, and being, again, you know, being very um, integrous, loving, honest, authentic, and admitting when you've messed up, and asking forgiveness. It's so important that kids know that you're real, and I didn't always do that right, but I have always wanted to do it right, and I've always, uh, again, tried to improve and make things better, and live as the Lord would want us to, uh, the, the beauty that I find is that, yes, we will all muck up. We just do. We all, we all are fallible. We're humans. But when you, have, when you have the Lord in your life, what happens is you have now a rock and you have a way to be and you have a way to truly make a difference. And, and he, he covers the multitude of sins. He just does. <laughs> he covers it all for you. So it's it's really a, it, it's really great. I have another quote for you. It says, "A suburban mother's role is to deliver children obstetrically once and by car forever after." <laughs> That's oh, Peter DeVries. I love that. Um, nobody said giving birth was easy, but there's no other way to get the job done. That's from Ivana Trump. It goes without saying, you should never have more children than you have car windows. (laughs) Irma Bombeck. Barbara Bush said, it seems to me I spent my life in carpools. But you know, that's how I kept track of what was going on. So true, Barbara. Any mother could perform the jobs of several air traffic controllers with ease. (laughs) Lisa Alther said that. Anonymous, this is, nobody knows of the work it makes to keep the home together. Nobody knows of the steps it takes. Nobody knows but mother. Isn't that lovely? So true. Nobody knows but mom. 
Um, let's see. Figure if the kids are alive. I figure if the kids are alive, at the end of the day, I've done my job. That's from Roseanne. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, there never was a child so lovely, but his mother was glad to get him asleep. Is that not true? I hope you're chuckling, because I am. Some of these are really fun. Uh, having children is like having a bowling alley installed in your brain. Is that not true? That old saying that mothers, you know, can, can have bat, eyes in the back of their head. They can hold six balls in the air all the time. And that's so true. And, and there's actually some scientific proof of that from the standpoint that the w- woman's brain is much more compact than a man's, but her corpus callosum, which is the, the connector of the two halves of the brain, is much thicker in a woman, which means she can leap back and forth <clears throat> with her mirror neurons to one side versus the other, and it gives her a great ability to absolutely multitask and keep six balls in the air with eyes in the back of her head. It's just amazing, the intuitive sense that God has given women. Uh, and, and I'm not taking anything away from our precious men. They have their own incredible giftings and abilities to really focus and stay in one hemisphere longer than the other of the brain. But women have this intuitive, wonderful power because of the corpus callosum to leap back and forth. So it gives us, the, like I say, the ability to fulfill that eyes in the back of your head routine that, uh, that I shared. Okay, parents must get across the idea that I love you always, but sometimes I do not love your behavior. That's an important statement. That's by Amy Vanderbilt. The truth is we love our children unconditionally, but we don't always like their behavior. And to be able to separate those two and let the child know that you love them unconditionally without absolute no question, you love them no matter. However, doesn't mean you always like their behavior. And you want to always encourage them to, in, to do a better job with their behavior. Okay, the things that impress me most about America is the way parents obey their children. Wow, that's King Edward VIII. Uh, he was ob- observing that parents aren't always parents. They tend to want to be friends, and that can get them in trouble. Uh, you want to love your child, but you want to guide them and be the parent and not try and be just good buddies. You, that will come about by being a good parent previously. Okay, Jean Kerr says, The real menace in dealing with a five-year-old is that in no time at all, you begin to sound like a five-year-old. Is that not true? Wow. Oh, goodness. You know what? It's time. Let me just read one more here. Insanity is hereditary. You get it from your kids. Sam Levinson. And it's Mother's Day. We are on KLAY1180.com, 1180 on your AM dial. And what a privilege it's been to share with you today on Mother's Day, from mother to mother, my mother's heart to your mother's heart, uh, the beauty and privilege of being a mother. It just absolutely blesses my heart so much to to be able to be here today and share with you this afternoon the the joys, but the responsibility, the joys, and the awesomeness of being a mother. Whether you're a, a mother that's given birth or not, we all have that mother's heart, and we are mothers at heart, and God has given us other children, sometimes, you know, from our birth experience, but other children 
in our life to mentor, love, and encourage. And I really encourage you all. And the other piece that I want to really drive home and encourage you on is as our, as our mothers get older, it's so important to honor them. It's so important to love them while you can. Loving the elderly is one of the greatest privileges we have. And unfortunately, in our society, we tend to put them away um, somewhat and not give them the time and honor that they really deserve. All the years I spent uh, caring for my mom and dad as mom went through Alzheimer's, yes, it was difficult at times, but I would not trade that for anything. It taught me, again, it taught me so much. Being a daughter and understanding motherhood helped me to appreciate even more all that my mom did, all that my mom sacrificed for me. Oh, brings tears to my eyes. But I want to share with you one last cut on this album. Um, this is, is an album that I put together totally out of love for the relationships in my life, but my mom and dad most, most especially, and mother most importantly. And so I want to share this because this is Love Them While You Can. Shoes to fast to school and patched our worn out jeans. They soothed our tears and calmed our fears and listened to all our dreams. Somewhere along the golden years, their hair has lost its sheen. The notes to hear one hundred ten crackle when they see, and now they're all alone. No children's voices fill their empty homes. We must love.
Absolutely love your mother, love your children, love, but you know, it's the elderly that need, they have gone before us. They have so much life experience and that needs to be honored. That needs to be appreciated. Other cultures do appreciate the elderly and I want to encourage you out there, as I encourage myself, to truly continue to love our mothers, to love all of our elderly. And do take time to go into the nursing home or the uh, retirement center, if you will, and be with those people and glean the wisdom and the beauty of those precious, beautiful people with gray hair, that crowning glory, as God says. And um, anyway, I love that little song, Love Them While You Can. Children are great comfort in your old age. <laughs> and then this is the kicker. And they help you to reach it faster, too. <laughs> I love that. That's uh, Lionel M. Kaufman. The two things children wear out are clothes and parents. Because we do, absolutely. I've been sharing some really kind of fun little quotes with you today. It says, I got more children than I can rightly take care of, but I ain't got more than I can love. And that's Ozzy Guffey. Phyllis Mag uh, McGrab says, We are all daughters of the present with the potential to impact a new motherhood as well as a new womanhood. But regardless of the changes that occur, there always will be a unique tie between mother and daughter in our society. Absolutely. And I encourage you to be that mother, to be that daughter, and to really honor honor uh, our mothers. I can't say that enough, obviously. And it came to me, and I knew what I had to have before my soul would rest. I wanted to belong, to belong to my mother. And in return, I wanted my mother to belong to me. Oh, Gloria Vanderbilt said that. Ah, she was such a good, loving mother, my best friend. Oh, who was happier than I, than I when I could still say, the dear name mother, and it was heard, and whom I say it to now. That was Ludwig van Beethoven. 
So we need to probably wrap it up here pretty darn quick. Um, I want to share one other thing with you. It says, this is a, a book called Bible Promises for Women. And bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. It says, do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. So, so important that we, uh, you know, what I find is that God's word is just absolutely, it's the recipe for life. And it so lifts and encourages and keeps us going where we're supposed to go and doing what we're supposed to do and being who we're supposed to be. So I encourage you to look at the Lord's Word every day and let it just bless your heart, bless you. And we're going to wrap it up today. And I thank you for being with me. I thank you for, for just spending a little time with your cup of tea and me with that special touch of God's excellence. And I encourage you to visit all of our all of our sponsors. And they are wonderful, wonderful sponsors. So I really encourage you. And I'm going to sign off right now. I love you. Take good care. And I will see you next Sunday. Bye-bye for now. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in